Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Valentine's Day, Friday, February the 14th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Joey Mills. And joining me today in the room, I've got cut him with his mouthful. We'll skip him, come back. Go ahead. Dakota. Curtis. Hot Crumb Fanatics and fan. Dustin. Back to Dustin. He swallowed. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's why we keep him around. All right. Anyway, we are no, just only good for something. That big air. <laughs> we are just a bunch of fans, artists, creators, critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever. Before we jump into what's been going on this week in entertainment pop culture, let's check in with a friend of the show. We've got David Galliano talking about his new comic book, Savage Bastards, number one, hitting the shelves at your local comic shop next Wednesday. All right, I've got David on the line. First of all, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, there's so much to talk about. I'm interested especially in your journey from being a Mad Cave talent search winner back in 2018. Yeah, 2018, uh, all the way up to having your first book, Savage Bastards, coming out uh, next Wednesday. So tell us a little bit about the journey and the process to getting this book from finding out you're a winner to having this thing on store shelves next week. Yeah, of course. Um, So Mad Cave Studios obviously had a uh, contest for both writers and artists, and uh, I had applied. uh, You had to do two uh, four- to six-page strips uh, in their universe, as it were. And so I chose uh, to do one in the Battle Cats universe and one in their Midnight Task Force universe. Um, they got back to me late, uh, in the process, I believe, uh, or no, I, I apologize. Actually, they got back to me a couple times beforehand, uh, asking me extra questions and, and things like that after I turned my scripts in and, and kind of like, uh, kept making me think, did I win? Did I not win? Like what's going on here? <laughs> right. No, I, I, um, I applied and I got those same questions and I was like, wait, what's going on? What? <laughs> the, yeah, uh, exactly. asking about your page rate and how fast and all those things. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay. So does that mean that I won or I didn't win? I didn't want to ask because you know I, I Don't didn't want jinx them to be like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want them to be like, no, you didn't win. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was. Me. But um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they got back to me uh, after they announced the winners and stuff and asked me, or well, they didn't ask me. They they introduced a couple of IPs that they had, uh, Savage Bastards being one of them. And I did a pitch basically for all their IPs, and I believe they felt that Savage Bastards was the best one for me. So that's the one that they chose for me to do. And, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history. I mean, I've I've been working closely with uh with geo who is uh one of the editors there she is absolutely fantastic uh great at like picking up uh pieces that you might have dropped or uh maybe you know rephrasing uh a, a certain dialogue that kind of thing um the artist uh carlos angeli absolutely fantastic uh he chose the style that he chose for the savage bastards because he's doing like the western cartoon style that you would see in like a, an actual ma- an actual um newspaper back then right when whenever they would like de- depict like a scene that happened like a bank robbery or something like that you know they obviously couldn't take pictures back then you know because you had to sit for like an hour to take your picture <laughs> right. so uh, they would have these sketches or these like cartoonish looking uh, drawings that would depict the action that happened, you know, in the newspaper. And that's the style that he chose, which is fantastic because he is such a good artist. I mean, he can do anything from photorealistic to, you know, very cartoony. And he chose that style specifically for the book. And I think it works really well. I agree. Yeah. From what I've seen, it looks fantastic. 
So how much of the story was fleshed out and how much of it was just, hey, we've got a great title and then we got a setting and we kind of know what we want to do, but we want to get your spin on it. How much was it between the two? Oh, actually, it was it was pretty fantastic. Actually, they they came to me and they said, you know, this is the IP that we have, Savage Bastards. We want it to be two brothers and we want it to be a western, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> the only other mandate, really, that they gave me, if if you want to call it a mandate, was that they wanted uh, all the western tropes. You know, they wanted to see the bank robbery, they wanted to see the the train heist, they right. wanted to see uh, all that stuff. So, um, the, all the twists and turns I put on the actual. Uh, story, the characters I created, all that stuff basically came from me. So cool. it was it was really cool to have that freedom, you know, within an IP. You you wouldn't normally get something like that. I don't think at another at another comic book uh, company. So I was very excited about that. Absolutely. Now, is this your first published comic book? Then I know it's your first one with Mad Cave. Is it your first as well, or have you had other stories published by other publishers? Nope. This is my very first. Um, I honestly just. I just decided that I wanted to start writing comic books uh, probably a few months before I applied for the Mad Cave Studios contest. I, I had researched and studied how to write comic books for about a year beforehand mm -hmm. uh, to decide if I really think I could do it. Um, I did all that before I even wrote my first script. Then I wrote a couple of scripts, and then I saw the Mad Cave uh, Studios competition, which at the time, Mad Cave wasn't even a well-known property uh so i was like oh okay well let me give this a try and see see what happens absolutely so talk to us a little bit then i mean what's it going to be like when you walk into your local comic book store and there's your book sitting on the shelves have you prepared yourself for that are you ready for you know going to a local store doing a signing i mean talk to us a little bit about that feeling of wow that's mine sitting there on the shelf I gotta tell you, it's it's surreal. Um, mainly because I live in an area where I am just spoiled with uh, with nerdum. Right. Um, I live in Bavard County, Florida, and here within uh, forty within forty minutes, I can get to four different comic book stores, and so I'm just absolutely spoiled with that. And I actually have a signing the day of release at two comic book stores, and then later in the week the other two so the the fact that the the community in general is supporting this book uh, that i'm doing is unbelievable I, I i have no words for it i'm actually a guest at a con coming up um not this weekend but next weekend even before the book comes out right uh it's a local con with a lot of you know the local talent as it were and they've they've all kind of welcomed me with open arms and totally support the book and and support what i'm doing and i just i couldn't be happier that's fantastic. So what else are you working on that you can talk about? I don't want to like spoil anything. I don't want to break any NDAs <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, I mean, you've got one, um, you're successful with Savage Bastards. I mean, <clears throat> what are you, are, are you finding more work? Are you doing creator own stuff? Are you doing more for Mad Cave? What do you have going on? Uh, currently, what I can talk about is uh, I'll be I'll be working on a Kickstarter with a very talented local artist uh, where I live, um, and it's going to be uh, how can I uh, without giving too much away? It's basically a father and son story set in a post-apocalyptic uh, kind of world. So mm -hmm. I've got that uh, in the works. We hope to get that Kickstarter off the ground uh, by the end of the the year. 
Um, and then the other stuff I really can't talk about right now. <laughs> Very good. I understand that. Well, first of all, congratulations. That's fantastic. We wish you the best of luck with Savage Bastards. I know I will, and I, some of our other listeners will be picking it up as well on Wednesday. Where can folks find you online, and how can they follow your journey through Savage Bastards and whatever comes next? Um, if they do David G. Writes Comics, on pretty much any social media, they can find me. I think it, I think it's the same for Twitter, Instagram, and uh, and Facebook. Um, if they want to follow me, just my personal page on on Facebook, it's David Galliano, G A L I A N O, uh, on Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations again. We look forward to uh, getting that first copy, Savage Bastards number one, in our hands on Wednesday. I thank you very much, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dave, for checking in with us. Be sure to pick up your copy of Savage Bastards number one at your local comic shop this week, next week, it's on Wednesday. And catch every episode of the Pop Goes Culture Podcast. You never know who's going to call and check in with us from week to week. Dave is not the only one calling and checking in with us this week. Before we jump to the headlines, and I know we got a lot to talk about, we've had we've been sitting here waiting and trying purposely <laughs> not to talk before the show. Before we get to this week's stuff, let's go back a little ways. Last week, we had uh, film critic Chris Luzader in the studio with us, and we did our Oscars draft, where Chris and Curtis and Cooper drafted five Oscar nominees they thought had the best chance of winning, and they were picking against the rest of the podcast crew. So it was individuals versus a team. We asked you all to tell us who you thought had the best group of five nominees. Here are the results from the poll. In fourth place, with 8% of the vote, was Cooper. Isn't it just me or is Cooper always last? In, in the polling? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But in fourth place, with 8% of the vote, was Cooper. He had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for production design, 4V Ferrari for sound editing, DiCaprio for lead actor, Parasite for best picture, and for original screenplay. He doubled up on Parasite, guys. In third place, with 12% of the vote, was Chris. She had Brad Pitt for supporting actor, Renee Zellweger for lead actress, I'm Gonna Love Me Again for original song, Toy Story 4 for animated feature, and Bombshell for makeup and hairstyling. In second place, with 28% of the vote, was the podcast crew, this group here. Not too bad for us, uh... 28. Wow. Yeah, you got 28% of the vote. You guys had Joaquin Phoenix for lead actor, Tarantino director, Parasite for international film, Avengers Endgame for visual effects, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for costume design. And in first place, with 52% of the vote, over half the vote, was Curtis, who had Knives Out for original screenplay, The Lighthouse for cinematography, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for best picture, The Irishman for visual effects, and Bong Joon-ho for director. Those were the poll results. The results from the awards. Curtis picked one winner out of his five. That sounds about right. Our podcast crew picked two winners out of their five. We'll take it. Cooper actually had four out of five, and Chris ran the table five for five. All five of her picks were award winners. She's a professional. That's not fair. I mean, <laughs> she is. So we all y'all that were voting on social media clearly screwed up. Because <laughs> if we wouldn't listen to Brad, we probably would have gotten lower in the poll, but, but, but higher in the results. I read that earlier and I was like, 
Yeah, we're screwed up. We should listen to Brad more. <laughs> well, now you know. Uh, the story. Cold, that's all that matters. That's right. Me. Yeah, he's not here, so I'm going to say he's doing a good job. There you go. Well, he's going to want to know how he did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably already knows, I'm sure. The story of the night, of course, was Parasite, which swept every category. It was nominated in the film and director Bong Joon-ho tied Walt Disney, winning four Oscars in one year. Parasite is the first foreign language film to West win Best Picture at the Oscars. Parasite was the darling of them all on Who Sunday night. saw that? Did we I've seen it. I've Brad had seen it. Brad, I Brad and probably going to escape. Paul, did you see it? I'll have an input. You've seen Parasite, huh? Every time I walk in the room and look at your eyes, I take <laughs> That's a note. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was it. So thanks to everyone who voted, and to those uh, who, who who voted wrongly, apparently. We had another pop quiz later uh, after the Oscars that we're going to get to in just a little bit, and we'll have a new pop quiz for this week, even later than that in the show. Before we jump into headlines, what's everybody been up to in the past week, week or so, weekish? What's everybody been doing? Dakota, you had something you were dying uh, to tell us uh, that you've done in the last I watched, week. I watched all of Lock and Key in like a day. Yeah, I watched it in like two days. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was okay. Um, it, it's kind of high school drama. Yeah, it, the, sh- the show's great school. when they're at the house. Yeah. The show kind of turns the shit with her away from yeah, the house. I don't care about your high school. It's <laughs> you said too fast. What did you say? Lock and Key. Lock and Key. On Netflix. Oh, by the way, Brad's here. Brad's hey, Brad. Here. Yeah. Brad! Brad, and, uh, so uh, that was my big thing. I mean, why like, you gotta go we back and listen to the show? We talked about it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Can we take it back? No, Please no. They were just saying, had they listened to you more, they probably would have been, you know, higher up on the poll. On the, I, I did notice that the, the two we got correct were the ones that I was. Yeah, and there are a couple that you tried to pick and, and you, you compromised on, and we probably would have won those. <laughs> so now you know. Anybody else do anything in the last week or so? Dustin, do you do anything? Curtis. I finally watched uh, Joker. Yeah, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Uh, Joaquin actually did very, very, very good. Is the best part. Is the best actor all year almost. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like you got awarded to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The only thing I've done since we last met was try to catch up on some of the Oscar stuff that I hadn't seen. Like what'd you catch up on? Well, last time I was here, I'd only seen eight of the nine Best Picture nominees. I went ahead and watched all nine, which means I watched Little Women. Um. He Probably said it was great. I didn't say it was great. I said it wasn't as <laughs> it's like excruciating as I expected it to be. Probably not a movie I'll see again. Right. And then I watched Harriet and I watched uh, Judy. I'll hear it. Noticing a theme of the movies good. you didn't go see prior to that. <laughs> like you're catching up on all the female. Starring. Well, I tried to. I, I actually watched all three of those before Oscar Sunday because I noticed that I had been lacking in those categories. <laughs> It's like, you know, there might be a reason here. I'm going to try to remedy this. And, um, yeah, Harriet was pretty good. Cynthia Rego was pretty good in it. And um, Judy, um, Renee Zellweger, I'm not surprised at all if she won an Oscar for that performance because she was actually pretty good in that. Not my type of show, but I could see. Of the three, I probably would watch Harriet again before the other two. But, again, I'm not surprised that Renee Zellweger won for her performance. Curtis, do you up to anything? Um, we filmed more on that short film. <laughs> and how did that go? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, all right. We will, we will not touch on that. Progress was made. You know, progress was made. Some kind of progress was made. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, I was at Archon with you two. Yeah, we're going to get to that in just a second. I saw Forrest Bray. Oh, yeah, we'll um, get to that here in a minute. Yeah. Save that. Put that back. <laughs> Pull it back, stick it in your pocket. Hang on to it. We'll get to it. 
As Hawk mentioned, Kenny, Hawk, and I, we all went down to ArtCon in Neosho, Missouri. That's ArtCon. Yes. No S. ArtCon. Yeah, not ArtCon. <laughs> no, not ArtCon. Yeah, none of that. Did either. you go to that, Brad? No, I was watching Harry. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, you well, well, man. Yeah. It was an interesting convention. It, it was, was uh, way yeah. better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything mean. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Just like Joey had mentioned, we've been to bigger cons and been disappointed. And I, I loved I loved everybody that came out in the costumes and did the cosplay stuff and everybody was friendly. It looked like fun at the costumes. I imagine yeah. you guys weren't expecting much for a con. I'm kind of kicking myself for my Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, was, anything was surprising. Probably if there was a complaint, <laughs> and this is this is from from some professional con guys, it's a little small. So twenty minutes and you're sick of it. Right, because you've you've encompassed the whole thing. Now, if you are a hardcore check every table person, you're going to get about an hour, hour and a half mm -hmm. before you're sick of everything. Mm -hmm. But you know, every vendor that that we so know, we, we've driven a lot further for that twenty right. minutes in the past. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Oh god. I, told, I, told, uh, I went to KCon. Yeah. As a guest, it's like three, three and a half. Yeah, hours, actually, four it's hours. a good, it's a yeah. good drive, and. I had to drive through the two hours away from the con just to find a place to sleep. Yeah. At Cape Con. And it, I mean, it's a huge con. Right. I actually never made it through the whole thing. Yeah. But our con, I just, you go in expecting uh, a, a Geekmas yeah. and you're triple that. Yeah. Was, like I said, the vendors crushed it. Good. That's that was, good. It was amazing. That's how you That's how you get people back next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where you make and there was a lot of people, speaking of the vendors, at their tables, and they were getting autographs. They were picking up books. They were getting their whatever they were selling. It wasn't just like, I'm looking, I'm talking to you for a minute, blah, blah. They were walking away with, from what I was watching. Yeah. And I was like, good for you guys. Well, I show art council knows what they're doing. Yeah, I honestly expected that it was going to be a lot of uh, rubbernecking, a lot of, hey, what's over there? Okay, well, yeah. No, I don't want to, I'm not, you know, it's something for me to do on a Saturday in the O show. There's I'm not really there. looking to spend money. But folks, there was money moving. <laughs> I wanted to do in the ocean, yeah. so people tend to just. Yeah. I wanted to come. I imagine there are people who wouldn't normally go to conventions that were there because simply because there was nothing else to do. It. Yeah. Yeah. it was a good, good showing for nerds. Nerds, we could tell. And there was quite a bit of folks that weren't in the cosplay contest that were in cosplays. I mean, yeah. there's a community there that was being served last Saturday. I, I wanted the comic book guys to do a little bit better from what we saw. Right. Yeah. When we were standing yeah. there talking. Yeah. Like I didn't know, I didn't even want to talk to them because right. they weren't actually. No one else was talking to them. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave them alone. No, yeah, so yeah. Like we'll catch them. We catch them another time. Yeah, have any chances to get those guys? Well, I was able to connect with the president of the Neo Show Arts Council, uh, Sarah's Council, Sarah, Council Sarah Serio, and we were talking about this second year event out in Neo Show. All right, I've got Sarah on the line. She is the president with the Neosho Arts Council, and we just got back from ArtCon 2020. So I've got to ask you, because everybody I spoke to kept pointing your direction, where did the idea to host a comic and arts convention come from? Uh, well, it actually came, uh, I was reading a comic one evening, and I always look to see who... Uh, draws and writes the books I'm reading, and noticed um, that the artwork was by Megan Levins, and I just thought it was really good work. And so I looked her up on the Internet and discovered that she was actually um, a Kansas City native, and so I 
decided to convince the Arts Council to have her down to do a talk about her work as a comic book artist because that's a professional working field of the fine arts. And um, we had such a huge turnout at that event that um, it just seemed logical to move forward and to do a larger event. Um, of course, I knew Jeremy Hahn in Joplin, uh, who does uh, professional comic book work as well, and I thought, well, you know, I know two people now. Uh, we can we can make something from this and go forward, and that's how we got started. Very good. Did anyone on the council have any experience putting together an event of this size, of this magnitude, of this focus? No, and absolutely not. In fact, uh, the rest of the group, I, you know, were needed Comic Con One Hundred and One. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, they all got up to speed on exactly what um, all the terminology was and exactly what all it was. They just saw that there was a big interest, and they knew from uh, friends and family of their own that there was a big interest in this genre of um, sci-fi comic. Uh, fantasy, horror, that sort of stuff. There was definitely an interest and in that it all stemmed from a creative process, and that's what we support. You talked about Comic-Con 101. What resources did you use to try to put this thing together, or did you feel like you were, at times, kind of reinventing the wheel? Um, I, I think it was just a combination of reinventing the wheel, uh, Googling, tapping into resources, that I had um, speaking with people, things like that. What has been the highlight the first two years that you've done ArtCon? What's the one or two things that you can point to and say, wow, that's that's why we do this? Uh, well, definitely the first year, you know, we had um, a much larger crowd than we expected. That, you know, was wonderful. And then just getting to see the creative process, everything from the people who are creating incredibly detailed cosplay costumes, to seeing kids come up and be so excited to meet our comic book artists um, who were professionally in the field and get drawings from them and seeing that uh, spark of realization that you can make a living in the fine arts. Absolutely. Do you guys have a date yet for 2021 or are you still trying to catch up on sleep from, from this most recent <laughs> one? Uh, we're, we're still solidly in ArtCon 2020, but um, I know that everyone has been asking, and that's, uh, we'll get planning that one pretty soon, actually. <laughs> well, where can folks follow you guys online so they can keep up with updates, with um, releases, so they'll know when the dates are uh, available for next year's event? Um, definitely, of course, our website, which is neoshowarts.net. And follow us on Facebook is a wonderful way of keeping up to date. Uh, you'll also get information about other events that we're having. So um, since we're a small convention, that means most people are pretty local. So we might have something else that interests them. We have um, free concert in the park series. Uh, we bring in live music. Uh, we also have a rotating gallery of exhibition work uh, downtown in Neosho. So there might be something else that interests them within the fine arts, not just uh, Comic-Con related. Right, absolutely. Well, you mentioned that it's small, and I will admit to having, not knowing what to expect. Um, it's been a minute since I've been through Neosho. Uh, but 
my crew here at the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, we've been to a number of conventions. We've been to big conventions. We've been to conventions that have built themselves as a bigger ticket event and certainly in more populated cities than Neosho. But I will go on record to say a lot of those have absolutely nothing on what you guys have got going on at ArtCon. You guys have done an amazing job so far, and we absolutely cannot wait to come back next year. If there's anything we can do to help you guys out with programming or anything like that, just let us know because uh, I think we mentioned it on social media, but you guys absolutely have curated an absolute gem of an event down in Neo Show. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. One of our main focuses, um, and definitely... Um, one of my main focuses is to always remember that to keep that element of the the fine art connection, making sure that we do have a good selection of um, authors and comic book creators in partnership with um, the rest of Artist Alley and in partnership with our vendors. Um, so there's that good mix, but we always stay true to our roots. Absolutely. Well, thanks once again, and again, congratulations on a successful ArtCon 2020. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So thanks again to Sarah for having us out. We are certainly looking forward to uh, hard lady next to year. Find oh, all day. She's a busy, well, you know, <laughs> we've been there before. Her. We know that's like being day. the person in charge and never getting a chance to talk to anybody. You know, I saw her several times, never got a chance to talk to her because she was moving 90 to nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was on it. Yeah, she she was keeping things moving. And again, a, a great job for only their second year. I was impressed. So yeah. That is, oh, man. Uh, Certainly a, a gem of a small-town convention that uh, certainly is deserving of everybody's support. Well, let us know what you watched, what you read, listened to, attended, what you played with. You know, Leave us a recorded message <laughs> okay. with your one-minute <laughs> review on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We'd love to include your one-minute review of whatever in a future episode. Let's take a look at this week's headlines in entertainment pop culture news, starting with... The top five films at the box office last weekend at number one, debuting at number one in the top spot by a country mile was Birds of Prey. But that's not the real story. Not even a little bit. <laughs> the film earned about thirty three million, making it the lowest opening weekend of any DC extended universe movie in spite of opening with the fourth highest number of theaters for any R rated movie ever and getting Pretty good audience and critic scores on Rotten Tomato, Metacritic, Cinema Score. These folks kind of scratching their head, wondering what's going to happen next. We have James Gunn's upcoming Suicide Squad film, which is also expected to be an R-rated DC Extended Universe film. And will probably open worse than Birds of Prey. And it will see the return of Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. We've already seen some shots from production. As a point of comparison, the previous Suicide Squad film, which was PG-13, and absolutely no one liked, everybody shit on it, <laughs> it still had a $133 million opening weekend, a full $100 million weekend more than Birds of Prey did. In spite of the opening weekend numbers, Robbie's still hoping to make a Gotham City Sirens movie that would have Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Birds of Prey's director, Kathy Yan, says that's the direction she'd love to see the character go as well no, after the Suicide Squad. Of course, the other news, uh, they've changed the name of the film now <laughs> to <laughs> Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey, or Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey, depending on which like, It was kind of false advertising, but you kind of had to know what you're getting into. <laughs> say Harley Quinn's colon? Harley Quinn's colon in Birds of Prey. <laughs> well, yes. you know, Suicide Squad, yes, did so good because everybody was expecting big things. Yeah. 
So it made the money before the word got out that it was shit. Right. And this movie is having an issue. I saw it. I'll get into everything on that. But it's got the stink of Suicide Squad. Yep. So now nobody's <laughs> exactly. like, I'm not going to go see it because that was a turd. Yep. Why am exactly I going to sign is. up for turd number two? Yeah. yeah. And it is not. It you is. say they wash that stink off? They <laughs> and the one thing I liked about it is it's not they didn't ignore it. Like a lot of things are like that didn't happen. We're not going to mention it. They brought Suicide Squad up. They had Captain Boomerang in a wanted poster. They brought it up several terrible. times. Yeah, Jack Courtney's shit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's terrible. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, yes, this happened, and we are okay with it. And the fight choreography was fantastic. For, at least for Harley, they really made her, you know, what you expect. Some of the crazy stuff that you see in the Batman anime series and, you know, stuff like that. She was doing her cartwheel. She was doing crazy, like, she threw a bat that hit the floor and then hit a guy in the face and come back and she caught it. So much good stuff in it. And it, it is, once enough people go see it, they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to go see it. And it's going to make money later. Possibly. Yeah. The problem is that, yeah, I, no, again, the critic reviews, the audience reviews, the people I know that have seen it have all said, it's a good movie. There's just not a lot of demand, a lot of people that want to go see this in the theaters. I've heard a lot more people have said, yeah, I'll catch it when it's streaming. I'll catch it on yeah. Redbox. I'll catch it, whatever. On the DC streaming app. Oh, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> nobody wants, it seems like nobody wants to get out and support this movie in the theaters. Of what we're doing now is so cluttered that nobody wants to deal with this one, or or even the next one, or the next one, which we'll talk about. I'm assuming you've got that headline from Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to. I mean, it's just way too many politics. I'd rather just go look at pretty hair and read some comic books in the back in the back room. (laughs) But I think too that. Or look at some pretty hair and read something in the back. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think something that I you, we haven't seen, nobody's said this yet, but I don't think you can under, underestimate, particularly when you're looking at, you're comparing Suicide Squad, you're comparing Birds of Prey, and everybody's skipping over the movie that was released in between, which was Joker. How much of that Suicide Squad opening weekend money was because it had... The Joker in it. Was it the Joker everybody wanted to see? Fuck no. But it had the Joker in it. Joker goes on to gross over a billion dollars and Joaquin Phoenix wins the Academy Award. We get Birds of Prey, which is female suicide squad without the Joker in any version. And everybody knows somebody's gonna be streaming this thing before the year's out. Oh, yeah. oh so yeah, people that's... just sit on they just sitting on their wallets. People yeah, aren't getting out supporting. Should be streaming by the summer, actually. Yeah, well, it'll be sometime. By a couple of weeks, the <laughs> <laughs> <It's going>. Maybe <laughs> the only way to get it. It'll be video on demand, but yeah, in next a couple months. We'll be talking about it on home demand. Yeah, we exactly. all saw it because it's free on home demand. So yeah, I'd have no question that it's worth the eight dollars, ten dollars to go to the theater and see it. We just don't. There's just not demand. For it, and that's kind of been the question. There was some thought of people were saying, "Well, nobody really knew that it was a Harley Quinn movie because it was called Birds of Prey <laughs> yeah, with a big long title." Kind of it's like everybody knew it was a fucking Harley yeah, Quinn movie. That's like, that's your entire marketing campaign. Like Margot Robbie, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, Birds of Prey. It's yeah. Harley Quinn. So then they're like, "Well, we'll just change the name to be Harley Quinn Birds of Prey." It's like, no. If anything, that's not going to help because we've sat here on shows past said. 
Harley Quinn is kind of overexposed right now. It's like yeah. you're getting so many, so much of it. It's just it's the same with Batman. I mean, technically, it was Birds of Prey, the Fabuloso Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. So again, it's yeah, it's. I mean, you should know. Harley Quinn is in the title. Harley Quinn's on all the posters. Harley Quinn is the marketing department. Well, itself. I loved it because I mean, the back you got backstories, but it's really quick, right. so you didn't have to have the. Like a Spider-Man where you get the first half of the movie as the backstory. And so, like, just little things like that that they did made you go, oh, good, we don't have to know everything. And the jokes were funny. The violence was there. I'm glad they did it R. Yeah. A PG, it probably would have made about $10 million. (laughs) Or it would have made a lot more because the people would have brought their kids to it. There's still people that think Harley Quinn is a kid's character (laughs) for whatever reason. She's an insane person. (laughs) It's not. Especially if you're watching, like, the, you know, her animated series on DC. Harley's never been a kid's character. Well, she was on originally. No. Even on the Batman animated series, she was still, I mean, she was a psychologist who was. Raped and mind twisted. I mean, physically fucked and mind fucked by the Joker's. Yeah. But they thought it was. (laughs) Because they didn't, yeah, because you could tell those stories to kids in the 90s that you can't tell today. So, yeah, no doubt it's probably a good movie, but just not an audience for it. Do yourself a favor, go see it. That's all I'm saying. At number two, the number two spot, Bad Boys for Life, finally slid down a spot to number two. That had been the number one film for like three weeks running. I saw it. it you good? saw it, huh? And what'd you think? Talk into the mic. Again. It was Gemini Man with better effects. <laughs> it was Gemini Man, only the other man was Martin Lawrence. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was Gemini Man with Martin Lawrence. It was, okay. it was still the same story. Okay. If you looked at it real close, it's Gemini Man. Okay. Um, but did the effects in Gemini Man were so awful. awful. Yeah. Did you see a uh, local Springfield uh, actor in that? Remember? Damien Costello? No, I did not see Damien. You didn't see Damien in that? I did not. This scene's a he seen get cut. <laughs> no, I did. He, he, he made it, but I didn't did see it. Um, it was, it was, it was. Is it the better of the three? I don't know. I have, everybody tells me it's the better of the three. I'm, I'm, yeah, I have a hard time believing that. I mean, it's. Right. I mean, it's, we're talking about a 20-year gap, so it's exactly where we're going. It's that movie 20 years, <laughs> 20 years later. later. It's not yeah, like they changed anything. It's, it's, it's like it, the, it four, the Bad Boys, same. The Force Awakens. It's got some nostalgia <laughs> yeah. to it. That's what yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, it's they. I, I feel like they told the truth. You know, we're 20 years old now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not doing that crazy shit. Yeah, we're going to stay in the right. car. I mean, we'll do lots of car chases because that is not physical. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it was also a Will Smith movie, and he was the producer, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's got a good. It was. I mean, I feel bad for Mark because it was a Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, Mark got paid, so he'd be. Going I mean, all he's going to pay on the on the next one, and the next one is going to be like a Fast and the Furious. These are bad right. boys. These yeah. are the highest profile movies Mark Lloyd's done. This, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah, they're doing yeah, yeah, They screwed up because we talked about how they've blown their world up. Yeah. The title, you know, super should have been bad boys. You know, they could have made that almost anything else. Yeah. And it would have worked out better. And save that. Yeah. 1917 slid a spot down to number three. Doolittle slid a spot to number four. But Jumanji, the next level, continues to hang on to the number five spot. We've had a few movies that have opened uh, in the top four 
and Jumanji just sitting there quietly at number five, and those movies fall out of the top five, and Jumanji just keeps sitting in the top five, making another five to ten million dollars every week. Well, 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 Screw up I feel sequel. like they they would have to like it's a consistent performance from them in terms of the box office, but yeah. I feel like they have to be a little insulted that Doolittle's ranked a little bit more. Well, it's newer. I mean, Jumanji's been out for a while, almost two months now. So yeah, yeah well, more than two months at this point. So yeah, yeah it's it's, not too damn bad. The fact they're still in the top five, I mean, that tells you how job. weak it is. Good movie. I was shocked by almost every decision they made, which there was some decisions where they were stupid. But yeah, we talked about that with the first Jumanji. It was like you didn't expect it to be a good movie. Yeah, when, when you, when you say the first and then you pleasantly surprised. Yeah, movie. this one. I mean, no, not the first just, Jumanji, first Jumanji, the first of these two. Right? This one, I was just yeah, okay. Let's. And then when they sh- clearly showed that they're going to do a third one, maybe we shouldn't go into them. We know when we're going to make a sequel. Yeah, because then you feel like you don't get any. Yeah, so like, every movie gets made now. Yeah. I know, and they need to stop it. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> I I was talking about that earlier this week. It's just like I wish stuff to be kind of short and concise and tell a story and shut up about it. Remember when they used to go to the movies and you'd see a movie? Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd walk out and be like, that was a good movie. Yeah. (laughs) And then you'd be done with the story. That was it. There's the ones that you wish would have been made into a sequel and you don't get the rest of the story. Like Mario Brothers? No. No, no. no. Uh, We also, the top stories this week, we've got the nominees for the 40th annual Golden Raspberry Awards, the Razzies. They were announced last weekend as well. The Razzies celebrate, if that's the right word. The worst in cinema. This year's nominees are led by Cats, which I think we all <laughs> Rambo, Last Blood, and a Medea Family Funeral, each I with agree. eight nominations. I agree 1,000%. Tyler Perry needs to be ashamed of so. I, I really hate Tyler Perry as a human being. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Um, wow. Can you show me on the video doll where he touched you? I think he ripped off an Eddie Murphy idea and ran with it. And then, <laughs> oh, God, no. And then made a million fucking movies. Out of it. <laughs> um, no, not at all. But <laughs> if you've ever seen his plays, he had a, he had a message to deliver. And he, made, he did deliver that message in his first movie. Yeah. And then yeah. everything just cashed after in after that was... Oh man, my house is big. I should pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> this and car's two years old. I could be cranking out two movies a year. What the fuck? I'll produce one and start one. one. Was just an insult to anybody who's ever actually liked the man. Just yeah. an absolute insult to everybody who's liked the man. It was just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were speaking earlier of DC movies, so let's talk a little bit about. We saw the merchandising art. For Wonder Woman 1984, because it's that time of year where everybody's getting all their merch stuff together. It's giving us our first look at Kristen Wiig in full-on cheetah mode. Has anybody seen the, I haven't seen the merch? I haven't seen it. It, it looks, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like shit. Was, it's sad so, because Wonder Woman was one of the like, two good, three decent movies yeah. that were good. So like, I hope they don't just blow this cheetah. The cheetah look looks like they might... Still, like still cats. <laughs> Great character. A little bit like cats. Yeah. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Like the, the comedian. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, I have no problem with Kristen Wiig. I have problem with the the uh, the merchandising art. Have you seen it? Are you trying to get a similar? No, but for some reason, my internet's not going on. My issue with the whole thing, and I've said this twice in the trailer, it feels like the people that made this didn't really know what the 80s was like. It felt like a 90s trailer, not an 80s trailer. It was missing something. 
they're like they're on shoulder pads and like it's the eighties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, here's, I mean, here's some neon and yeah. <laughs> well, her, her, her Jimmy Choose was like, no. But the yeah. new order song did scream. I just hate that ever since like the popularity of Guardians of the Galaxy with the whole like seventies, eighties theme, everything's like we have to do that now, we're not gonna be popular. They they announced that before that. But at least watch Stranger Things to know what the 80s look like. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the majority of people, the 80s was not bright lights, big cities, and all the cocaine you can snort. For most people, it was more like Stranger Things, where it was grimy, it was the farm aid, it was, you know, small towns that were dying. It looked almost 70s. Yeah. In, in the trailer, when, I don't know, was there, was there some, something missing that didn't scream 80s to me? And I'm like, she was huge in the 80s. Why are they not getting this right? Yeah, but that gold costume looks sick. <laughs> I'm hoping that the movie is actually as good as the first one. Oh, I have no idea. That's a high bar to cross. Yeah. In the comic book side, DC has introduced Harley Quinn's replacement as the Joker's main squeeze. Punchline is the new sidekick and love interest. Love the In Batman 89. Dustin, would you have any thoughts on... I mean, is it, is it going to sell because it's a first appearance? Uh, I mean, everyone's already going crazy over it. Sold out of Diamond. I right. Mean, people are just already going. It's, it's just a typical Batman first appearance. First appearance. It's a Batman I mean, it's a cameo. Uh, her first appearance will be in. It's um, like three year, panels. You're the uh, villain. Right. Hello, Risen. Mm-hmm. It'll be and then three, the War of Jokes later, I think they're yeah. saying she'll have a role in that. Yeah. But. Yeah. More interesting, though, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are reteaming for Dark Knight's Death Metal, the sequel to the DC Comics Dark Knight Metal series. Death Metal number one hits shelves May 13th, and Wonder Woman is the lead character in this. And then they'll do a third series called Norwegian Black Metal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where it's got a Viking metal theme. I saw a teaser for that. That looks sick. Yeah, they've got a fucking amazing artist. So. Oh yeah, there's a, there's one I don't know who shared it. I think it was on social media. It's Batman on the bike and the helmets. Mm-hmm. The, the the front fender's a that's, bat's head. And, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's got an axe, or no, he's got like a big scythe on his back and he's got some action in it. Yeah, yeah. it's cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are great. The cosplay of the Batman who lost. Man, that was killer. Terrifying. Awesome. Yeah, 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 terrifying. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Good though. They really kept accurate. following me around. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, he was. I mean, there was there weren't many that were that stood cool. out. Yeah. You know, they were. I mean, it was. I was stunned at the level of talent in the Osho, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, the alien was really cool too. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, dude, alien was just. Either that was. That was. That was he walked by like twice. Like, like I went to high school, oh. a lot of people who would go to like those anime conventions out in yeah. Arkansas. Like there's a lot of people who like cosplaying in the ocean. They just don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Well, now I, they do. I to this day think it's really weird that a lot of the biggest anime conventions happen in Arkansas. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> Which tells you mind. why there's nothing to do. Yeah, there's <laughs> more my fucking mind. Nothing right? going on in Northwest like, Arkansas. Arkansas has television still. I don't think. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> they all, well, that's how. That's why they got anime. They're all passing the fucking VHSs around yeah. in a small yeah. corner of Northwest Arkansas. They just found out. Well, while we're talking DC, earlier, right before we started recording, it broke. We got our first look at Robert Pattinson as the Batman <laughs> in The Batman. And I know there were questions about what's everybody think of this look? What is What are our thoughts? Who, Curtis, you shared it and said, I want to talk about this. So why don't you start us off with your thoughts? 
Okay, so it, it came out what, three hours ago. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm looking Literally. at it. I'm watching this test footage, and I'm like, okay, suit's kind of cool. His build. He doesn't have the Batman build. I mean, granted, Michael Keaton didn't have the Batman right. build, but the suit kind of. And again, this is just it. yeah, this is I mean, just screen test. It's just yeah. screen test. So I hope it's better, but. You know, when I panned up and he's looking down and you see his face and you can barely see his eyes, I'm like, he looks like Daredevil. He doesn't look like a Batman. Yeah. That's my thoughts. My, my thing so is, is he supposed to be Ben Affleck's version then? Yeah. <laughs> younger? Yeah. My thing is, it looks like, it looks loose on his face. Yeah. yeah. Like, like fit, the mask fits him, right? Right. Know? Well, yeah, I'm sure, like, in screen test, yeah. I'm just slapping on. And don't get me wrong. Hey, lighting, mock, up, mock up one real quick. We'll throw yeah. this on. And the lighting's true, horrible. I think, like, I mean, yeah. it doesn't do a lot of justice to well, it. Well, the sequence Henry, uh, yeah, that's, that's Bill did his screen test for Superman. They had him wear, like, the old Christopher Reeve outfit at least at one point during the screen test just to see how he would look. Right. So I imagine this isn't, like, the final version final of product, the yeah. suit. No. They're just testing it out, seeing how shit looks. Yeah. Man, apparently, it looks like shit. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the glowing plexiglass, whatever the hell that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, actually, they still use yeah. that technique for other costumes. Oh, yeah. That's what they use for uh, Black Lightning. Yeah. His first costume of the first season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is, and it looks, he looked good. Yeah. <laughs> not in a no, not, cage, not, no, not, not, you know, not 30, 25 years ago. Did you see where. When Grant Gustin walked in with the Black Lightning mask and Black, the guy who plays Black Lightning is like just hanging out a chair, and he, do you see that? Yeah, see God, that. that was hilarious. Yeah. I was, well, I can't not think of Black Lightning and think not think of a Harvey Birdman attorney at law. <laughs> they call him the yeah. like, I'm gonna call you Whitefish. I actually watched. I watched this week, and they are back on track. They, are, I mean, it's again this. The whole politics of pop culture right now is is weird. Everybody wants to say something. Oh yeah, I mean, There's My Hero Academia. If anyone's heard about what happened with that recently, yeah, um, even that. Everything's under fucking fire. Like, yeah, everything is off what? kilter. Oh, uh, basically, what happened was. Uh, he announced the doctor for the main villain that's been turning people into like horrible monstrosities, and his name is the name of a Japanese war crime that they did to Chinese people. Oh, that's yeah. Which he said was an accident, but it fits too well to be an accident. Yeah, yeah. Where have I heard that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so China fucking Doctor Gang Rape. What is it? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. So fucking China banned all of the the right. anime, the manga, any mobile games, but then like it started to. It turned into videos of people in Europe like burning their books and like their manga, which up twenty dollars a pop. So right, it's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and you've already paid the money. You know, you... People are like, well, so and so has the same birthday as Hitler. This character has the same birthday as this other war criminal. And it's like now you're just kind of picking. And <laughs> now, yeah, now you're looking you're for something. Yeah. I'm sure there's a shitty person born every goddamn day. Yeah, people <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just they don't all make the news. <laughs> but on the same token, just from working with you as a writer. There's a good possibility that was done on purpose. Yeah. Because yeah. there are shitty people in the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think he's calling you a shitty person. You definitely pick your character names from certain places. Right. 
Like there was one script that you had a Taylor and a Nova. I was like, okay, Planet of the Apes, calm down. I just watched Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even, even if they even if they don't stick, you've got to throw a placeholder name in. Heston. <laughs> yeah. That's what, whenever you're, when you're doing your first draft, you're just putting in names that are placeholders to give you that theme or that idea or that. Stick. Yeah. That's the problem. So they stay when you well, don't revise them. It was a script about two people discussing deja vu. It had nothing to do with. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. Script. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll never forget. I'll never forget Curtis's script about the detective named Batman. Mr. Batman? Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty Don, cool. Don Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, that was the first script of his, and I, I heard, like, they, they performed it or whatever, and like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, he wrote something that's not just, like, a Tarantino ripoff where it's nothing but pop, uh, pop culture references. It was <laughs> the first time I... Jesus, guys. Why don't you lubricate before you shove him in the ass? The reference but, is other names. But back to Batman. Right, yeah, please, bring us back to back Batman. To Batman. Well, just watch the video. Yeah, um, I could barely see it. It was awfully damn dark. Oh, yeah, it's black and Batman. Man. You remember when they when they, when they canceled that whole Nicholas Cage thing? I'm now yeah. praying for a complete cancellation of this drama that they get ready to make. It's going to be Awful on my, every my, level. My thing is that, like every time they've changed Batman, everyone's talked shit on the yeah, Batman yeah. movie. So like I'll give anyone a chance unless it's like Michael Sarah as Batman. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. He, yeah, I don't might think, watch that. I don't, yeah. I don't think I, don't I would watch it. I don't reasons, think I would though. watch it. Going this could be awesome. Yeah. It's like this could be a bomb, and I'm watching it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like yeah. I'll give everyone a chance as long as they can. They get yeah. it. On because we all came back and said, okay, well, Affleck was not the worst thing in that movie. Here, those three movies or two movies. Yeah, but yeah. not being not the worst yeah. doesn't make him good. But, at but, all. We, but we were like, well, well, thank the, at least they got the Batman right. Well, I mean, he got in shape. I didn't like the logo. I appreciate that he got in shape. He looked the part, and yeah, Batman's Batman. He doesn't have to be the Oscar nominee. You right. Know, You're not going for the character or the actor anyway. Yeah, we got it. But yeah. I love that. The Robert Patterson, he just he still looks like. Well, uh, he's, he's not he, killer shit. Well, he hasn't hit. Yeah, they haven't they haven't hired the guy that wakes him up at three and force feeds Sam yeah. into him. And they haven't done his cross fit <laughs> montage like so, that. Like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, do stuff like we're that. not there yet. I mean, Give it time. Man, I think tired. one of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, among, among many, I didn't like the costume at all. I didn't yeah. like the logo. I hated yeah. the logo. And if they had let him be older or let him be his age, well, they tried to do a little bit of the gray, but it yeah, was but really it was, poorly done. It was poorly done. Yeah. It made him a little bit older, like just short of, um, not the Batman that they were trying to be, but the Batman that should not even be out there still. Right. That's just more of the on. Frank Miller. Dark yeah, return when they were shooting for, that's what they were shooting for. They didn't do it, missed no. it. Yeah. So in my opinion, Ben Affleck is still the worst Batman we ever got. I mean, well, hang on, you're still so far. Uh, my only thought was, wow, that costume looks familiar with the popped collar and shit. And yeah, it's from uh, Sean Murphy's White yep. Knight. So yeah. if you're gonna pick the Batman so. costume, I mean, it's one of the more recent ones, I yeah. guess. So. It's one of the darker ones. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I also don't want? I don't want another origin story. Yeah, I don't. I I don't if you gonna, don't know Batman's story by now, you don't need to be in the theater. Yeah, you want to see this damn I mean, movie? Spider-Man: Homecoming figured it out finally. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. give it, give it quick go. fucking times. Yeah. We, you know how Spider-Man comes around. Like if they if they can avoid that, I think it can be okay. Actually, I said this. I said this a long, long time ago. If I'm DC, I'm literally going to copycat everything Marvel has done for the last ten years and put my name on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why the fuck not? Because Marvel's even half the money. Right? Right? That's what Sony's doing. Yeah. <laughs> even half the money <laughs> is still better than what they're making. Yeah. Well, yeah, and again, like they can't feel bad about it because most Marvel characters are just ripped off of DC. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. So if they are copying, if this, that's what they're doing, is they're not. I'm saying they should. No, no, no the, the, the White Knight. Story, I, yeah. I'm going back to the White Knight thing. Yeah. What's is that a good story? Is that something that you could see coming to? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, they're, they're, they're going more. I, it, it might be the first R-rated Batman. Yeah. But that doesn't mean much. Likely it won't be because they'll be I like, know all, all along they're going to be like, yeah, this is going to be darker and Sean edgier. Murphy wasn't necessarily the right person to put on, but he fits this. The whole writing the Batman, but I know he was he was dogging on that he would never ever write like a Batman story. And right. There he is. One Bruce Pattinson or Bruce and he, Pattinson. he's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Bruce Pattinson. Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson just got. I was talking to Dustin on the way here. He got in trouble for saying, "Well, Batman's not a superhero, really." Yeah. Which really he's is not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not. He's but, a vigil. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Why are they all great though? If you look at the Dark Knight from. Yeah. The 80s, yeah. When he first started killing it, they took it back because it wasn't yeah. wholesome, and then they, you know, they held it back for years. Yeah. And then we got uh, every once in a while he'd be the Dark Knight in the animated series. Yeah. It was, it was scary, and when it was too scary, they would undo it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I want the guy that's that he really is the 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 guy that they tried to make the Green Arrow at the beginning of Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's but what dark. Yeah. Well, and that's what's frustrating. We talked about them earlier. They have the the perfect solution right in front of them, and it's Scott Snyder and Derek Pula. Those guys fucking crushed Batman. Like the Court of Owls and all that shit was an original story. The like, I, what I've heard is that they're taking more of the look from White Knight, but they're doing more of Snyder's Year One story from what five years ago now. From New Fifty Two. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's early. It's a it's a screen test, so we'll see what happens. I really want to get a psychiatrist in here and see exactly how insane Batman would really be. Oh, and then have them much. make that. There's a book called Batman Psychology yeah. that talks about that. You can figure out exactly how insane, how far you can push it, and still have him be Batman, and then make that guy. Yeah. Well, that requires a lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest thing he has I mean, going for. I mean, Pattinson is actually crazy enough to do it, so mm-hmm. give him enough mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Universal Pictures has announced that The Hunt. The horror satire that the studio pulled last fall will be released on Friday, March the 13th. The film, written by David Lindelof of Watchmen most recently, and Nick Hughes, who one of the writers on Watchmen, uh, appears from the trailers and the marketing to have a group of average right-leaning people kidnapped and hunted for sport by wealthy liberal elites. The movie immediately, upon being told that, hey, this is the movie that's coming out, garnered backlash from specific right-wing outlets, Fox News, for promoting, quote, dangerous fantasies of killing conservatives, which is funny since the majority of action movies are conservative fantasies of killing liberals. <laughs> or, or Mexicans, <laughs> or Muslims, or... Yeah, Wasn't take your pick. Yeah. movie, though? Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was. Lindelof says that the criticism, because nobody had seen the movie... <laughs> completely misses the mark and that'll be clear once audiences again have actually seen the movie it's not what it looks like on the surface universal is playing up the whole controversy in their trailer and the marketing it's they're banking on ooh this is the movie that nobody wanted you to see now go see it and then people yeah. will see it and be like 
Well, number one, there was no controversy. It's not what well, you go the number two. It wasn't very good. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it's probably not the best. I mean, it's the most dangerous. Thing. <laughs> Believe it or not. Well, crazy. the first trailer was. I mean, it was very much. It gave you that thing. Yeah. But like the more recent trailer has them kind of like no. Why that's would not you what think this that's movie what is. We were yeah. doing. And, you know, yeah. They added some other stuff to it that you're like, oh, okay, well. I, it looks good. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll make some money because there'll be people to see it. If for no other reason, just at, you know, people want to hate see it. Yeah. There's a group of people that will buy a ticket just to, because they want to be pissed off. Did you ever see that Ice mm-hmm. T movie where he was That's like, we're just talking about it. Yeah. Hawk was just talking. You're stuck in between everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. We just. Yeah. That is that actually, remake of what was the name of that? Fuck. We all know Ice what we're talking about. White people. Well, that's what it was, but that's not the name of it. <laughs> they named I it that. I, I don't if remember what it was called that. I would have seen it. I don't know why. Actually, it was. The SVU. This it was is the SHIT. concept for him. Yeah. Uh, it was one of his first ventures. Yeah. And it was, I think it was the first time he actually started to make a picture. Like, he was the lead. Yeah. Motherfucking cop killer. Uh, he was. It was actually. No, 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 it wasn't. Was it before New Jack? Or after. Yeah, it was. Surviving it was in the, the game. Surviving yeah. the game. Yeah, there you go. Thank and you. I think it was. It was late eighties or early nineties. It was ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. Yeah, so it was after. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it was his first solo right. venture, and it was. I mean, anybody else would have crushed it. Ninety one was the exit. Yeah. So, there so you go. it wasn't his fault, but yeah, he shouldn't have done it. According to research conducted by the website Bloody Disgusting, which is a horror movie, horror TV website, Danny Trejo, yeah, Danny Trejo is the most killed actor in Hollywood history. The, re- awesome. the research only counts on-screen deaths, so it doesn't count if you're off-screen and you never show up again. And Trejo has been killed on-screen 65 times in his career. In second place was Christopher Lee. Who was in a lot of Hammer horror stuff as Dracula? Yeah. He was yeah. in Star Wars stuff. Uh, he had sixty deaths. Lance Henriksen is third with fifty-one on-screen deaths because he'll star in any fucking thing that you throw pay him for. <laughs> on the ladies' side, Shelley Winters takes the top spot, but she has only had twenty on-screen deaths. Hmm. Julianne Moore is second with seventeen. Jennifer Jason Lee is third with fourteen. So Danny Trejo gets offed more than. Anybody else? I'm surprised he beat Sean Bean. I'm like, surprised. You surprised. would think that. You, well, yeah. you would th- I know. You would think. I think his are all high profile though. It's yeah. Like, hey, look, I'm in this show. Yeah. Fuck, he's dead in Pretty episode three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got thrown some onto something. Oh yeah. Satellite <laughs> fell on. <him>. But that <laughs> only counts as one death. Is that more than Kenny? That's more. Than, well, I know. <laughs> I think, I think Kenny, I Kenny gets killed in every episode. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I'm like, are we talking about fictional characters? No, we're talking about the actors who play the characters. <laughs> There's a Danny Trejo commercial on a couple years ago. <clears throat> My wife caught me doing acid one time. <laughs> and, uh, I hope this ties already. This, this has nothing to do with it. Okay. Right. So I told my wife I was doing acid okay. while I was already on acid one time, thinking she would be like, "Cool, I'll do something with I'll you." <laughs> she did. That was the that's not the reaction that happened. The only person that gets thinks they're going to get that response is a person <laughs> already on acid. Yeah. So, so she proceeds to freak the fuck out and lose her shit that I'm on acid, and so she's like, "I'm going to make your fucking trip miserable." And I was like, "Well." I got 12 hours left of this shit. You're going to get tired before we run out, and I'm going to have a good time. So you might as well. You're, you're going to take a nap, and I'm going to be fucking flying. <laughs> yeah, like, so you might as well ride this out with me. And so we started watching TV, and uh, 
every fucking commercial was this Danny Trejo commercial. <laughs> and he had all the scars, and they were like, Brisson, like the scars were alive because of the <laughs> And I've never been so scared of an individual in my life. So next time we see Danny, we're going to get a photo. Send it to Dakota yeah. Texas. Hey, Danny says hi. With scars. <laughs> That's just a picture of me. Now, what was the commercial? It was like a really wholesome commercial, yeah. too. Did, like, did Danny Trejo ever do those, like, Nita Snickers? Like, yes. It wasn't funny. It was like a genuine, like, <laughs> donate to some good cause thing. But every time I was like, what the fucking fuck is wrong with this guy? It was like, fuck you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, really he'll do anything. He said that if he yeah, has the time, yeah. he'll do it. So just contact his people. And if he's got, like, in-between shoots or whatever... He'll go do your commercial, or he'll do your documentary. He'll, he'll do, do your podcast? podcast? Will he do yeah. your podcast? Let's call him Danny Trejo. We need to get a hold of him. I bet we could find him. Yeah. You uh, know, I, I'm not surprised yeah. that Danny Trejo would do anything. I mean, this guy's been in prison for bank robbery before. I imagine his <laughs> life nowadays is like, I'll just do anything. Well, he's so <laughs> talented. Yeah. What made me what? Wow, that's robbery. <laughs> <laughs> he's just having a good time. I mean, he's, yeah. The way he got started. He's like, dude, I'm still alive? Time. Shit, whatever. Yeah. Let's go. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, Simone Johnson, has signed with the WWE and has begun training at the company's Performance Center, where she is trained off and on since 2016. No word yet on when she might make her in-ring debut. Is that the first fourth generation? I don't want to call her a superstar because she's not yet. Is she fourth or third? Fourth. fourth. I didn't know that. Who who was Rocky Johnson's? Like, who was before him? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't think it was on his. Side. It wasn't on his. It, side. Was on his it was side. on the high chief Peter Maivia's yeah. had somebody in the business prior okay. to. So. Yeah, because we've had other second and third generations, but I think she would be the fourth if I'm doing the math right on it. Does anyone care to smell what she's cooking? I, I'm, I mean, she's with the WWE. So if she looks like the Rock, I'm scared. Yeah. If she looks like the Rock, you're scared. Yeah. She's in good shape. She's kind of got like a Bianca Belair build. She comes out like the Scorpion King. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Speaking of bad effects. She comes out big and built. It's just like the Rock with the wig. Probably that really bad photo of the Rock wearing mom jeans and the fanny pack. She would be okay rocking that. Yeah. She is not the first one. So there were a few before her. Really? Yes. Anybody we would recognize, or is it uh, the Usos? For starters, really? Yeah. The Usos are actually fourth generation. Yeah, because they're from that same line. Yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I totally forgot. Uh, apparently, Fit Finley's son wrestles. Really? Yeah. Well, see, nobody's ever heard of him, but because he's <laughs> Fit Finley's son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Competitive eater, professional competitive eater, Joey Chestnut. Joey Nuts set a world record <laughs> by eating nearly 25 pounds of beans and rice in eight minutes at oh, the Jesus. Blue Runner Foods World Bean and Rice Eating Championship in New Orleans. 24 pounds, 11 ounces that he ate of beans and rice comes in at just over 36,000 calories. Does anybody know, do you, can you be like, I want to set the world record for this, or do they just like, we have a beans and rice competition coming up in June. And we well, that's what this was the Blue Runner Foods World Red Beans and Rice Eating. So it was exclusively a red beans and rice okay. eating competition. So, so like you knew to train yeah, for that. That's what you're training for, yeah. Yeah, and there's literally like world records for like everything, too. Oh, yeah. It's for the most like stupid shit out there, too. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of fucking beans and rice, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Jesus, that had to be so confusing for his body. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? Like, 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 do I want to shit? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, he got his fiber for sure. I mean, before you go on, yeah, we forgot that most number one and number two points of hers. Who are they? Stephanie and Shane. If you call them wrestling. I'll go Shane. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie was actually the woman's champ. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you watched the same thing I watched. Yeah. I exactly. Shane at was crazy ass jumping off a cake. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I borrowed his move memory once. Yeah. Yeah. That coast like, to coast was no joke. How, yeah. How does he say? How'd your hip or your tailbone feel oh, after boy. that? <laughs> I've only done it once. Yeah. There you go. Finally, Hot Tamales Fierce Cinnamon competition. Nope. Hot Tamales Fierce Cinnamon Peeps. You know Peeps, little fucking nasty ass Easter candy. Hot Tamales Fierce Cinnamon Peeps are on their way this Easter. Both Hot Tamales and Peeps are made by the same company, so it only makes sense they would mash that shit up. Anybody here eating Hot Tamales? I don't like Hot Tamales or Peeps, so this sounds like a. I mean, Hot Tamales are dead, but not Peeps. That sounds like something we need to feed Curtis. I was into the hot tamales for a while no, in high school. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, Curtis versus Brad. Who's the better brother? Who <laughs> can eat the most peeps? <laughs> Brad's like, no, nah, fuck you. <laughs> Actually, they both got that. Like, oh, we get here? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see you guys do that to yourself. I don't, I don't want to see <laughs> well, you guys vomit peeps later. Vomiting yeah. red later. Peeps are a whole different. And they're nasty. I do think that there should be a... a Eating competition for those and Kevin, or, and to see how how much. long those people last. Yeah. Yeah. My kid loves that shit though. Oh, my kids love the Kevin. Yeah, like, like, I can't watch you do that. That's, right. That's like sugar upon sugar upon. <laughs> yeah. And in other news, our Valentine's Day edition from Austintown, Ohio, and Ashtabula. Well, I wanted before you get to this, there was a couple things I saw. Well, fuck then. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Cut um, me off. I saw it. Didn't mean to. <laughs> no, you're good. Go ahead. You used to ask if anyone else. I know. Had I know. I was trying to get through because we've only been doing this for an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I saw that uh, Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement. Yes. Yeah. Another, another Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie. Yeah, the movie everyone had been begging for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kicking out his fucking for, door. Rick, get out of here. We got the camera. Another Little Giants movie. <laughs> I was Actually, he, yeah. he got a lot of requests. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't appeared on screen like, in over twenty he's years. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot. About since that. after his uh, wife passed away in the late nineties, yep. and now he's coming back for this. He's not coming back for Ghostbusters. Not Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's no surprising. Yeah, he's coming back for Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And then the other thing I saw was that Emilio Estevez is reprising his role for Mighty Ducks in the Age yeah. Plus series. Not sure how anyone feels about that. I don't feel good about it. It's not. <laughs> he's it's looking not more and more like his dad. I think he's apparently just here. He's about the same age now in that role as his dad was when he was playing the president in the West Wing. And he looks exactly. He looks very similar to the old man from the West Wing. Are they going to get that one actor? You know. Oh, yeah, and he was just in the news. Just in the news, the one that's all messed out. Yeah. Uh, 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 Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he, he looks rough. Good yeah. for Emilio, but Bad for him. it's I, a terrible idea. This is I, not I the, the, the 80s. I read the premise of this new film. Apparently, they're not even. They're, they're, it's Mighty Ducks adjacent. They're not. Right. But the, the main kid <laughs> was cut from the Mighty Ducks team, and right. they're starting a new team. So it's Little Giants. So it's the it's, it's the bad news bears and the mighty ducks are the other team that they're going to end up facing in the championship. Like. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. They're going to be the almighty geese. 
There you go. We'll see if that happens. In other news, if I can go on, yes. Brad, I get the permission. <laughs> cool. I mean, right. Disney Plus will be on. Yeah. Disney does not. Disney wants our money more than they want anything else. So they will make you a good movie just to get your money. From Austintown, Ohio. Yes. An Ashtabula County man who tried to seduce an underage victim with chicken Alfredo and Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait, 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 before you go on. How many of us wanted to send this? <laughs> yeah. 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 About three of you guys sent this to me. Before we even go much further. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you raise your kid in this town in the first place? The name is jacked up. I mean, he's got three different names of the town. You need to move. Alfredo may be pretty high end. (laughs) Where he's coming from? (laughs) Chicken Alfredo and Sprite on every Saturday night. I was scrolling past this, going, "This has got to be the dumbest story of the day." Just kept going. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's why I got it sent to me three times. (laughs) If a woman tried to seduce me with chicken Alfredo, I might cave in. And Sprite. The Alfredo, no. I'm married to the Alfredo, no. But you throw some Sprite in there, I'm <laughs> questioning my vows, you know. I've got a cold. So. <laughs> i got a stomach ache, so, yeah. you know, throw some Sprite in there. Really cute, though. Well, he will be serving seven days in the county jail. Albert Maruna, now 23, was arrested in Austin Town on in an Austin Town sex sting back in December. <laughs> he thought he was talking to a 15 year old boy online. Oh, was actually Jesus, an so undercover. Was actually an undercover Austin Town police officer. Maruna arranged to meet the officer in Austin Town. He planned to bring. Okay. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys for sending this to me. <laughs> <laughs> he planned to bring the Sprite, the chicken Alfredo, and lubricant to the date. <laughs> so you drain, you drain the Sprite bottle, then you bring the lubricant out, and like, hey. We're not drinking the Sprite. <laughs> no, no. We're going to shake it up real good and lubricate it, pull the cap off, and go. That's actually a super bad. Like, look at this gigantic bottle. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be on house arrest for 120 days and he'll have to register as a tier one sex offender. Good God. Could you imagine having to explain that to somebody down the road? Well, well I have to you? Alfredo. I have a story for you. At least it wasn't a cop. Because in these stories, it's always that one. Yeah, cop usually it's a cop that's done this. Yeah. Like, Jim? Oh, hey. Are we here? Are you guys here for the sting too? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what do you put behind your I back, Jim? Uh, Alfredo Sprite. <laughs> 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 oh, I thought this was more sauce. I'm sorry. I grabbed the KY. My fault. Uh, I thought KY was for Kentucky. That was like a fried chicken thing with my Alfredo. <laughs> we all go in the hill. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Stands for Pop Goes the Culture. At PGTC Podcast. Links to all that and much more on our website at popgoestheculture.com. This week we're talking Valentine's Day. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. With Lou. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat 
before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, this week we're talking Valentine's Day. It's the, it's today, Friday, February the 14th. Woo-hoo. Who wants to share their thoughts on VD? <laughs> Who wants to share their thoughts well, there was on Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, there, there was Luca. So anybody taking their significant other, Alfredo and Sprite tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Valentine's Day. I know she's going to listen, so I might. There you go. <laughs> Sprite and Alfredo. She's like, that was a great idea. The Sprite was a little weird, but the Alfredo <laughs> was, was good. Right. I thought that Water, but thank you for <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm gonna go out on a date with my wife, but you're coming back here to the Alamo. Yeah, I'm right? back here to the Alamo to look over crazy rich Asians for so for a crazy for, rich price. Crazy rich price. Was it a three course meal? Full yeah, it's like a whatever the feast is, and it's fifty bucks, so it better be good. Uh, a ticket, not just <laughs> you better get her at least a rub and tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should order the Alfredo and Sprite tomorrow when you get here. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> and as you're laughing through the movie, everybody's like, Why is he fucking laughing? This is the sad part. You're like, It's not the movie, it's the Alfredo and Sprite. Well, I'm putting a glove on right now. I'm like, <laughs> We'll give you some cards to pass out to the audience. Like, do you want to know about the, the Alfredo way, and Sprite? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like Valentine's Day is over commercialized a little bit. No, really, <laughs> just barely, like any holiday might be. But it's it's sweet. <laughs> She's not listening. It's all right. Yeah, no, it, it sucks. All right, fair <laughs> we were uh, we always go out like the next day, so we're we something different. So this year we're gonna have uh, my son's girlfriend's gonna come over and we're gonna like make homemade. Pizza, and we're always going to kind of hang out and make a nice dinner and stuff like that. So just something fun. You will need to have an Alfredo sauced pizza tomorrow just so you can <laughs> laugh about it. Until yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So this, <laughs> that is my son's favorite. <laughs> well, <there you> <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? He was the one. He's yeah, like, ooh, this guy's going to bring Alfredo and say, and Sprite? I'm not going to meet up with this Hopefully guy. Hopefully that guy's not listening to this. Like, on the Missouri. <laughs> What the Jenny, son. <laughs> what was the social media account again? <laughs> I can see you guys all see some pictures. Of that. Um, I was like, "There's some strange guy that's talking to me, Alfredo." I said yes, but I didn't know. I'm going to fucking Ohio for Alfredo. <laughs> He's a college student, so yeah, he probably got free food. Yes. Yeah. Anybody else have thoughts on Valentine's Day? Anybody have any Valentine's Day stories that you're allowed to share? I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Uh, well, we I took a girl to the movies once, and then she made out with somebody else. That was me. I'm not sorry about that. <laughs> She's Curtis. Who'd you make out with? Sounds like the soul crushing. <laughs> <laughs> soul crushing. That's horrible. That's a really horrible thing. I'm sorry. Curtis. I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't discuss any sort of like holiday or anything. Like we talked about birthdays the week you and Dusty weren't here. And Dustin's telling us all his shitty birthday <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. We're talking Valentine's Day. Curtis was like, oh, yeah, that's when that's when she was making out with somebody else. It's like, fuck, what's next? We got, what, St. Patrick's Day coming up? So <laughs> go ahead and get your fucking depressing St. Patrick's Day stories ready. I got to go to know who this person was. 
Possibly, I don't know. It's been a long time. Would we run into them? But I bet you home. came home and were a dick to me that day. Dr. So. so it could have been anything. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, what? No. Fair enough. Throughout the years, we've done, you know, back many decades now, since I've been married for 20 years, uh, we used to go and do stuff, just the guys who were single, you know, we'd just yeah. go drinking at the bar, we would go I think we'd that go for the ladies now, what they call it, Galentine's Day yeah, or something, where yeah. all the single ladies get together, yep. go and treat themselves or whatever. I mean, that would be like easy pickings if you just went to the bar on Valentine's Day and looked for all the... I mean... <laughs> yeah, you've lost track of what century you just know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you used to be. She looks Not unless you guys about Freo and Sprite. <laughs> yeah, unless your order is Sprites for the, for the bar. <laughs> Sprite for the ladies. Sprite for everybody. <laughs> Hey, leave it until somebody's taking this loo home with us. Uh, <laughs> I broke up with a girl on Valentine's Yeah, of course you fucking did. <laughs> was it the girl that Ellie's <laughs> Anybody else want to slit their wrist on the radio? They did the five chords? My parents are hurting on Valentine's Day. You guys ever hear the St. Valentine's Day massacre? Yeah, fucking. Great grandpa was killed in that. It's supposed to be about hearts. Why would you pick Valentine's Day to break up with well, you Have you met her in the movie? Okay, let me ask you. dated for two days, and then two days later, she wanted to do this, this, and this. Oh, so you're not even a week into this. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And there was a Curtis shaped hole. You got what you wanted, and they were done. Hey, get what I wanted. What were you after, Curtis? <laughs> I didn't even know at the time because I was still in like high school. So. Uh, you, you didn't know that you were in a relationship for two years? <laughs> yeah, that he sounds didn't know, about right. He didn't know what he was after. I knew that when he woke up. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's in a relationship. It's like, fuck, who's this lady next to me? Where did she get here? Sure. After making out a couple times, two days later, it's Valentine's. I'm like, I'm over this. Not what I want. Yeah, you never agree to date someone two days from now. Right, that was your, that was your mistake. You were supposed to. That's when you're like, yeah, no, I'll date you on February 16th. Yeah. <laughs> Learning moments. Yeah. The more okay, you know. Okay, talk about me. Who else has got some I don't know. It keeps. You keep going. Dude. Let's keep going. You guys want to get off the couch so Curtis can lay down and tell you? It's like a therapy session here. What else do you have to say, Curtis? <laughs> tell us about your path. Yeah. And how does that make you feel? Great now. <laughs> Valentine's is what it is. I mean, if you want to buy into the whole, I've got to go spend two hundred dollars exactly. on dinner. And I, I think I heard somebody it. saying that that's the average this year is that each yep. person in the relationship spend an average of about two hundred dollars. My wife looked at me and goes, "It's good to know we're bringing the average down. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our part for the for the working man." Well, the the way like now I get it for single people. That's a whole different thing. Right. Now for like being married, we were always like. We love each other 365 days a year. We express it to each other every day. We tell each other we love her. You know, we do little things for each other. We do all that kind of stuff. So when it comes to the one day of love that you know, whatever, it's not that big a deal. So if you get a mindset that I am showing you that love, I am showing you I'm here for you, I'm doing all that every other day of the year, then on this day, do something else, you know, just be with each other. You 
you can take that two hundred, that four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what you're doing. A, yeah, if it's a married take, couple, that's four hundred bucks yeah, coming out of that. Take that four hundred dollars and put it towards a vacation later on in the summer, or put it towards something that you, you need. Buy a, a new lot, stove. You get a lot of Sprite for four hundred dollars. Stuff like that. So, right <laughs> and, and if you're single, I mean, if the girl is there for you because you're putting two hundred dollars out for this. $50 for roses, a limo ride, blah, blah. Maybe she's not the one that you want for your future. Get that girl that's like, let's go to this little restaurant that nobody's going to. Jenny from gonna, the block. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's go have Chinese or let's go do whatever. And then just, you know, let's go buy a DVD, take it home and watch it. Or let's, you know, something like that. You're way less money. You're together. And there's still stuff going to happen if you're, you know. What are you trying to say? What kind of stuff? Wait, what happened? Curtis has never been that point in the relationship. What happens after? Come on, Andrew, my seat. Yeah, in this day and age, don't buy into it. If you want to spend the money because you think you have to, I mean, now what are you going to do? Okay, you did this big day for. Now it's like, well, I'm sorry. I would love to take you to my house, but that was my rent money. Or you know, <laughs> it's like, I'd love to go out again, but I'm gonna have to eat ramen for the next three weeks till I get caught up on. Kind of gas to get to your house. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it doesn't make sense to do that kind of stuff. Fun gestures. Make her something. Make a card. If you put in the time, as dorky as it sounds, and she goes. Okay, you didn't just walk into a store, found the first one that was glittery, and gave it to you. You, actually, you blew this glitter on yourself. <laughs> you know what? Hey, yeah, <laughs> love. People always give that a lot of credit, but my wife hated it when I had the flower petals leading to the dishwasher. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck's cleaning this up? <laughs> You're drunk, happy ass. You're going to be laying in bed tomorrow. You want to answer it again? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the one getting up at 8 o'clock. He's like, will you get on the ceiling and yourself in rose petals like in that one movie? She's like, no. But you can get you can go to the store, buy strawberries. Eat up some chocolate, dip them in. Don't be starting that shit. We've already done the fondue episode. <laughs> We're not going back to that. Fondue is great. Stop talking about fondue. <laughs> Fondue's nasty. <laughs> All right, well, since it is Valentine's Day, we asked on social media, what are your favorite relationship songs? And we opened it up. We love songs, breakup songs, whatever you wanted. Here are a few. Fuck you. Don't get started that one. All right. Here are a few interview of your suggestions. Wade Harper over on Facebook, he went with She's by Ryan Cabrera. Anybody know that song? I do not. I meant to listen to every song that they posted on there. Well, you'd be fucking listening for a while, fixed to one of these books. That's all right. We'll get to her. Kyla Strip went on Facebook, went with I Miss You by Blink 182. Oh. Yeah, we've heard that one. Mike Marlowe over with the Fellowship of the Geeks, a uh, friend of the show on part of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. On Twitter, he says he's got to go with Weird Al's One More Minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am not surprised to get that response from him either. Uh, and then our friend Christy Kuster over on Facebook, she gave us her whole playlist pretty much. It's I'm sad because now. it was like it was a screenshot of like, it's like her wrist cutting screenshot. It's like, this is what I listen to when I. When, be mad at the word. I don't know. No, no, I'm just fine. giving her a hard time. 
Uh, let's see. In her playlist includes I've Been in Love Before by Cutting Crew. Oh, wow, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I Ask by Adele. I'll Never Get Over You Getting Over Me by Expose. That's, wow. a, that's a throwback right there. Yes, it is. Don't Let It End by Styx. I Won't Hold You Back. And I'll Be Over You, both by Toto. Is this the a shit, a shitload of Phil I, Collins? I got songs. You got some tears for fears on you? Against All Odds, One More Night, Separate Lives, If Leaving Me Is Easy, all by Phil Collins. She's a Phil Collins fan. The Real Thing by Kenny Loggins, Nobody Wants to Be Lonely by Ricky Martin. I'm sorry, Christy. We're here for you. <laughs> if you need, she need a hug. Say, or some Alfredo. If this Valentine's Day, she needs. I think she needs Hawk showing up with the Alfredo in one hand and a Sprite, two liters Sprite in the other. So no love stinks on her list. No love stinks. What else? What's missed here? Love hurts. What do we miss? Love hurts. I, I feel like is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like you. By the plain white teeth. There's a yeah. There's a good one. Anybody? Anything else? She fucking hates me. But uh, who? Who? <laughs> From the minority side, that would be like a secret guard from Barry White. Or anything else from Barry White. I was going to say, any Barry White. Anything from Valentine's. Anything Marvin Gaye is a good choice. Well, not anything from Al Green. No. He went into a gospel rally. Quite a little bit of James Brown's catalog, but not the gospel stuff. <laughs> Unless you're into that, I'm not, I'm not here to criticize your or, or Snoop Dogg and Akon. I want to fuck you. There you go. Yeah. Bloody oh me. yeah. Or I guess yeah. Most of their friends said closer by Nine Inch Nails. I want to fuck you like an animal. Yeah. 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 Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, that's a little exciting there. I know Curtis is lonely, but easy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> well, thanks to everybody who offered your suggestions on what. I hope that's not what you're going to be listening to on Valentine's Day, but if it is, uh, turn that shit off and listen to us again on repeat because that's got to be better than this shit. But <laughs> nonetheless, thank you so much for participating. We appreciate all your thoughts. We do hope everybody has a good Valentine's Day. And it's not shit. We appreciate everybody sending in their phone. And if you do something fun for Valentine's Day, let us know. Send pictures to <laughs> send, <laughs> send nudes. Uh, to, uh, send that out direct, for everyone's pride. Yeah, direct... <laughs> Direct message shows Alfredo and Sprite after the Alfredo was down and the Sprite got lost its fizz. Send us those photos. Send nudes to uh, our social media we accounts. Direct so message those. We'll, we'll post those online for you later on this week. Uh, this week's pop quiz. We're going to keep it simple. We're going to try to do something fun next week. When we was have, the last time you did that? <laughs> no, that's not the simple. One hundred percent, never. Uh, no, we've been we've been talking about these, and I think we next week we might have to bring some samples in. But we've been asking, we've been talking about. Are we gonna be okay with that? Am I gonna ask him? <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, we'll sit out. Front. No exactly. Yeah. Now, so our question this week: If you've tried them, let us know your choice between Taco Bell's Buffalo Chicken Nacho Fries or Sonic's. Limited time talk jokes. I hate the term. It sounds horrible. Yeah, so it just hurts your ears to hear it. Now I wonder, do they yeah. have anything here that you can, for that? I'll ask, and if so, that's try. Well, ask hard. about yeah, ask about the hidden menu and say, hey, do you have something we can 
Yeah, but that's the Taco Bell menu. Like, hey, you got some tachos? <laughs> you got some tachos? <laughs> well, I'll just ask. I mean, we don't. I guess we could use nachos as a control. We could use nachos as just a basic control. Like, here's nachos. Like, which, which is best? Here's, bu- here's, yeah, here's nacho fries. Here's tachos. I'm sure we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something. Yeah. That way we're at least spending some money with them <laughs> and bringing in other stuff. I'll try talking to them and just doing it. Well, there you go, too. Well, so if you've tasted either, if you've had either, let us know. Again, we're going to try to taste test next week head-to-head. Nacho fries from Taco Bell or Sonic's Tachos. Are we just doing the regular nacho, nacho fries, fries or the buffalo chicken? I do the buffalo fries. chicken because, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't try the tachos. I just really don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> you can order it in the apps. You don't have to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Order some head up. Like, there a number for this? But I really don't want to speak it. The <laughs> yeah. So that's this week's pop quiz. It is live right now. You can vote on Twitter or Facebook. Again, search at PGTC Podcast. Pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages. You cannot miss them. Links to our social media, how to reach us by email, our hotline number, and more at popgoestheculture.com. Coming up this week, this weekend, Lego World 2020 in Copenhagen, Denmark, and Fan Expo Vancouver, both taking place this weekend, neither one in the United States. So if you're in Denmark or in the area, or if you're up around Vancouver, uh, if you go to either of those, again, hit us up with your photos. We'd love to see those. Sure, that's an interesting crowd. Which one? The Lego one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. They're probably nuts for Legos. Say, so speaking of Lego, have you guys seen the new... Lego Masters? Yeah, Lego Masters. I've only seen the first episode. I didn't watch last night. Yes. How are the uh, the Missouri contestants going? Because there's actually two people... They're not from Missouri. Missouri. There's two people from Eagle Rock, right down there by Branson. Uh, it's my understanding one lady's from Hawaii and the other one's from Rogers, Arkansas. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah. They used to live in Eagle Rock. Yeah, they, maybe they did. Yeah. But everybody used I know that because one of the papers I'm working... Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty sweet though. I I like it so far. Yeah, two episodes. Those two ladies are horrible. They can't figure out. Like, one wants to be dominant over the other. Yeah, yeah it's the big-haired so woman. Dumb. Yeah, big hair. It's not as bad as the yeah. dude with the hair-like mind, but he's got flowers in it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's a, got. He, I can't see you with flowers in your hair. <laughs> now you can uh, paint the picture. Yeah, he, 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 he saw the second episode. On the second yeah, episode, yeah, super emotional. I'd say the trailer episode. for the second episode, the teaser for that look, he made he looked even like more of a douche than he was in the first episode. Yeah, so. no, he we definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> also, this week at new in theaters, Fantasy Island, which has nothing to do with the original television series and, at all, and yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, both new in theaters this week. Finally, gonna find it out. Sonic, Sonic is really rushing it right now. Yeah, it is. It's getting lots of reviews. Any well, while we're on that, any predictions of money it's going to make? I don't think it'll make much money. No, it's it's going to be it's got it's got a terrible opening, but it's still crushing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I bet it opens in the top. It'll be in the top. if it's not number. If it, it's either one or two this weekend. What, what, what about like, like, we're talking about? Fifty million? Oh no! Yeah. No. So no, no, no it might hit double digits. No, it'll be twenty-five. Yeah. Double digits is ten million. Yeah, it'll be twenty-five. <laughs> A friend of mine posted, he said, you know, the movie studio is willing to take the time to redo their CG. They must have a better product. Yeah. They must go see it. Yeah. Well, I don't know that you have to see it, or but they 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 must have some faith in the story, especially to those people that actually. No, it's just they they probably wouldn't have spent that extra because money. Yep. there's going to be a game and yeah. the amount of the sheer volume of merch they're going to try to release. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, if you look at it, it's bad timing. The only thing, I mean, they're leaning into, I guess, Easter is all we're going to get. Well, if you look Earth's at it, there's people, are, people with kids are going to want to go out and see a movie this weekend. There's nothing else. I mean, Jumanji, but everybody's already seen it apparently three or four times. So 
I think it'll open to 25 just because there's nothing else family friendly on at the theaters. I'm going crazy well, most, and 45. Well, there's still like the diehard Jim Carrey fans. I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, and that's the thing. That Jim crushed it from what I hear. Yeah. But you have to remember, most parents are horrible people, so they'll take this kids to see Birds of Prey. No, clearly they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that, but no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> New albums today from Huey Lewis and the News. No shit. New? New? It's an album. <laughs> and Justin Bieber releasing a new album today. Oh my god, have you oh, seen okay. him lately? Yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. Like, he looks like a. Yeah, there was an album in a, in, a, in a tweet or something. It was like a, a TikTok. I don't know. It was. Oh, he looks like he should be. He looks like know. he's got the Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Sprite and the Loop Carrier in the family. Uh, High Fidelity season one premieres on Hulu today, starring Catwoman Zoe Kravitz, and Crazy Rich Asians: The Valentine Feast at six forty, right here at the Alamo Draft House tonight. Say hi to Dakota. Come on out. Come on Squeeze out. Squeeze his butt. Talk to my wife. She's super social. <laughs> yeah. Be sure and bring the Sprite and the. That's yep. right. Or right order it here. I don't bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday here at the Alamo, they're doing a Sonic the Hedgehog cereal party at 11 a.m. If you've never been to one of those, they set up boxes of cheese. You have the sugary, you know, Fruit Loops and all the good shit right up front. It's unlimited with your ticket price. You come in, you pay for it, you get to watch the movie, and you get to go back and forth to the cereal as much as you want. So Plus, the- they've still got the full menu and everything else. So, so they don't serve you the cereal? Oh no! They set it up there, and they've got the plastic bowls and spoons and milks, and they're like. So is the cereal parties? Is that like extra? Probably just a couple bucks, but yeah. But it looks. I mean, that looks fun. It seems like a cool thing. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, I mean, mean, who doesn't like cereal? There's a couple of conventions that actually do that on their Sunday morning. Yeah. Where they they bring you actually on Sunday morning, if I'm not mistaken. Depending on which ones you're at. Depending on which ones you're at, which is an idea that we might steal from Geek Plus because I love it and I never eat that weekend anyway. So. Elmo does try to give you those cereals that you would not. And you're, you're not going to buy them. Yourself. Yeah, right. So it's just like, ooh, All kinds ooh. of marshmallows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sugar-frosted marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, <laughs> I don't even want to know. On Sunday, last week tonight with John Oliver, season seven premieres on HBO, Outlander season five on Stars. El Camino makes its AMC debut on Sunday night, if you haven't seen it already. War of the Worlds Season 1 and Slow Burn Season 1 premiere over on Epics. New seasons of American Idol on ABC. Good Girls on Fox. No, Good Girls is on NBC. Is it El Camino the... What's that? Yeah, the Breaking Bad. they make that into a TV show now? No, it's just the movie from Netflix. They just This is the first time it's going to be on AMC, so if you don't have Netflix, this will be the first chance. A lot of people don't know this, but El Camino is Spanish for the Camino. Fuck you. No, it's the Camino. Did you say War of the Worlds? That's a new series. That's a new series on Epics. Yeah. Is that what I assume it is? H.G. Wells and everything? Oh, yeah. It's it's an invasion. It's going to be a miniseries. No, then I guess what? I think it's a full episode. Well, 10 episodes. Really? Good luck to him. Yeah. Also on. Yeah, go ahead. Orson was great. Good luck to him. Kyle was not. Also on Sunday, the Little Black Dress Drag Bingo Brunch at 1130 here at the back lot. It's three rounds of bingo. It's a dollar per card. So you can 
Load up on all the cards you want. It goes to benefit the Junior League of Springfield. They receive 100% of the card purchases. Woohoo! The happy hour and brunch menu are available. Little Black Dress Initiative. It is It's the Junior League of Springfield members. Well, internationally, everybody's part of the Junior League. They wear the same little black dress for five consecutive days to illustrate the effects that generational poverty, which is people having been born into two generations of poverty, that that effect can have on people as far as how they look, how they feel about themselves, their work prospects, all that kind of stuff. So they are raising money to help get people out of poverty. You get to come play bingo, a dollar per card. That is on Sunday. So check that out here in the back. How is... uh they wear the same black dress for five days, and that shows what? The effects of poverty. You know, if you're in poverty, a lot of times people can't afford multiple, oh, change the clothes, or yeah. to launder their okay. clothes. So. Yeah, kind of like uh, one bitch from years ago. I've been doing this for years. Wow. 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 I forgot her name. <laughs> Clearly, you also forgot my decade. <laughs> 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 I will say, I'm Can we not insult the charity? Unbeknownst <laughs> yeah. to me, I've been participating in this charity for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Where do I get my check? I <laughs> the dress, but just like the same pair of blue jeans. I was going to say, five days of jeans. Secretly, he's wearing underneath all of this. Yeah. What check? The one that blue Clinton. By the way, the League of Women Voters are out there. Curtis, you need to go talk to them about it. Yeah, please. Hey, bitches. <laughs> hey, hey, what's the name of that one bitch? Good job, Curtis. Jesus, you turned into We're a dad. Like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like everybody started like, everybody started to scream away. Everybody's like, oh, just God. break up. Everybody goes a different direction. <laughs> we don't even end the show. We're just behind the bar. The mic's just, the hot mic's just sitting there quietly on the counter. People are like, what happened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> also on Sunday, La La Land at 1 o'clock here at the Alamo Draft House. I apologize. With Emma Stone. For La La Land, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, new home video, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers' film. Nice. Yeah, Midway, 21 Bridges, and Jojo Rabbit are all out on home video on Tuesday. Hot Ones, the game show debuts on True TV. That's where people eat fucking chicken wings. It started off as a social media <laughs> thing. People, it was like a YouTube. Yeah, it was like a yeah, YouTube, like a social media kind of thing. So and now it's a, a No, so now it's a, no, it's a TV show. Yeah. Because, sure. <laughs> Here at the back lot, Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992 at 7 o'clock. That's a weird one. It is. Yeah. And Trivia Tuesday here in the back lot at 7 o'clock. Come on out. Five rounds of movie-themed trivia every Tuesday night at the back lot. Wednesday, new in comics. Kiss Zombies number one by Dynamite, which is exactly what you think it is. It's Kiss and Zombies. Now, let's kiss Aren't zombies. they the zombies these days? <laughs> well, are you talking about in the comic? Or are you talking about <laughs> in real life? Uh, also, a bunch of ongoing series Batman, Aquaman, Flash Forward, the finale of that series. Justice League, Teen Titans, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Deadly Class, Spawn, Middle West, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Conan the Barbarian, Daredevil, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Spon- I can't do that. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> Ghost Spider, Guardians of the Galaxy, Marauders, New Mutants, Cosmic Ghost Rider, that's been a lot of fun, Runaways, and a whole lot more. <laughs> did I leave anything out that's no, no covered everything? you goddamn right I did. <laughs> How's Runaways doing? Uh, the hey. comic? <laughs> <laughs> that's the reaction aspect of I like season three of the show. I'll say by it. There you go. I loved season three. Listen, I forgot the crossover had happened. So when yeah. it, so when that episode showed up, I'm like, what the? 
I was, awesome. <laughs> I was the same way because we had talked about when yeah. they discussed it, and it was just out of my mind. I was like, oh, I'm oh yeah. sad that both of those shows are gone. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah. You decided After to that really crossover. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm now, so sad. Now I want to know what it crossed over with. I feel like I missed it. Cloak Cl- Cl- and Dagger. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't have seen it. And they did it really well. It was, it was really, really good. good. Yeah, I watched. So what could you guys be doing this in the entire time? Series yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I watched the one episode of season three. No, Those are the only two more TV shows I haven't seen. They are not designed for us at all. No. And they're, 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 still, still, they're good. still good. Yeah. yeah. They're just not. Just have to remember, they're not designed for us. Yeah. They're designed for the generation that they were designed for. Yeah. And Wednesday night, you've got mail, champagne cinema here, 640 at the Alamo Draft House, a chocolate dinner dessert feast, excuse me, with local international award winning Askinosi chocolate. At 7 o'clock next Wednesday night, next Thursday, Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 2 kicks off here at the Alamo, <coughs> The Wedding Singer at 640 p.m. And sometime on Thursday, we're going to be recording. Next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, I'll shoot you guys details. We might get to take a field trip for that one, maybe. Okay. Maybe. okay. I'm guessing not, but maybe. Unless we just start bringing shit in and be like, hey, what are you guys doing? Send that podcast. So if you have enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please, please, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is one of the best ways to show your support for anyone who creates the art and entertainment you enjoy, whether it's podcasts like this, YouTube videos, books, comics, movies, games, whatever. I know we certainly appreciate it. Why do we ask for reviews all the time? Well, it does a couple things. Number one, it lets us know what you think. Um, you could just shoot us a message, but you don't. So <laughs> leave a review and let us know. Uh, and, again, by having reviews. Have we ever gotten somebody to just said, here's what I think. That's called the outline? Curtis? Yes, we've gotten calls. It's been so long, I guess I just forgot about it. Yeah, we've gotten calls. We've had goofy-ass calls from people in the room, but we've also gotten... <laughs> remember uh, when we were doing the, the Alamo show, uh, David, had, like David had a stalker that. for a while. That was, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, leave a review because it, it, by having reviews, it also moves us up the rankings as well. So uh, it helps us out. And, again, it doesn't cost you anything. Just leave a review and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, again, links to... All of that information and more at popgoestheculture.com. Anybody have anything else coming up the next week or so that we need to talk about? I mean, it's not the next week or so, but March is shaping up to be busy. Did you guys see who was revealed for Mass Singer this? I did not, so don't fucking ruin it for me. I haven't seen Lego or Mass Singer yet for this week. Uh, you can tell me who. Don't tell me who this. Don't tell me who sang. But which character was it? Which man? Miss mm, Monster. So they're still in that same group of six. Yes. They the, what they're doing it different this year. They're doing like first group, like um, all the way through, all the way until three. Okay. And then they're doing the ne- next group will be next week. Okay. And then they're gonna get them to three. Yes. Are they gonna another? Because they're gonna have three groups. Seven. Yeah, they have to have like three groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I mean, March does look busy. Like, I mean, Westworld's coming out. New Castlevania's coming out. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Final Fantasy is supposed to come out. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably mine, so I'm still not bitching. <laughs> February is like... Everybody's looking to get through February. All the, yeah. big stuff, all the big February stuff came out right out of the gate. Yeah, February was busy. We had Super Bowl, Oscars, Valentine's Day, and now it's like February's just going to be fucking cold for two weeks. March is going to play the Comic Con. Well, next, and then we'll Yeah, Planet Comic Con. Branson Con. Branson. Yeah, Planet's going to be good. I'll be Planet. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good people at Planet. I saw the cosplayers for 
I can't remember what it's called. Um, the, the people, the wheelchair cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Some super cool stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. So Kenny and I had a wheelchair cosplay idea when we were at Neo Show. Oh today. yeah. Talk about it. I want to see it happen. Well, we need to find somebody that's got a wheelchair that we can borrow or whatever. But we need more crippled friends. Yeah. <laughs> My one crippled friend now. <laughs> or, or just or somebody that has a wheelchair that we can borrow. But yeah. uh, we were thinking having it, somebody trick out the wheelchair to be a, a storm chaser car. Mm-hmm. And so like, you'd be driving, we're just rolling through the con, like, I'm a storm chaser. Huh? But somebody else on the other side of the con in a tornado outfit, <laughs> and then just like stop and stare at each other from across the floor. <laughs> and everybody kind of like, like a showdown at the OK Corral, everybody just clears an aisle between you and just kind of drive past each other. <laughs> Keep looking. It'll be like tornado. Okay, are they doing a twister? Is it like a twister? Or Wizard or like of Oz? Kansas City? We're dressed in a cow costume. It just goes back and forth between you. Now, go back to the wheelchair. You got the skirting. And then we want hydraulics on so, so you like can drop it. Come out and you know, like it's being like the so actual yeah. storm chasing cars. Yeah, right? and then, how they have to yeah connect with the ground so you can't get air underneath. But the person in the wheelchair is going to be wearing like those old aviator <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the leather the helmet with the goggles. And then it's going to have a rotating <laughs> Doppler radar going. <laughs> That'd be awesome, actually. Yeah, I have way too much free Now, if we can find somebody with two wheelchairs or more that we can borrow, we were thinking Mario Karts. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like, have a Mario, somebody in a Mario cosplay with a Mario Kart in a wheelchair, then have a Luigi and a princess and Bowser and shit. Yeah, One day, Joe cool. and I are going to be throwing. smart. We're going to record our conversations <laughs> back and forth on these things. Yeah. And we come up with the craziest shit. The stupidest shit. Uh, yeah, craziest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's I, not I, stupid. Those are great ideas. Those are pretty good ideas. Yeah. Money, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, that, I mean, you just fucking take off down through the aisles, you know. Yeah, I'd be bringing tur- uh, turtle shells to throw at you. Exactly. <laughs> just, you'll make some just out of plastic turtle shells. Who would everybody be in this room? And then Yoshi's my guy. Yoshi? Yeah. If no one else beats me to Bowser, I would love to be back oh. Donkey Kong. I'd be Toad. Toad's the fastest. Link. Yeah, but Link hasn't always been since the beginning. No, but he's in the more recent ones. Yes. So, I mean, mean, if we're talking more recent we're talking classic, then yeah. Yeah. I'm Green Toad. I'm Blue Toad. (laughs) I'm Red Toad. (laughs) Fuck you guys. I'm Daisy. Yeah, Comet Planet. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still you? I'm still trying to figure out what all I'm going to be doing. They're like, oh, we've sent you more. They sent me like three more things this week. They're like, we'll get you the other stuff later. I'm like, okay. Well, how many people do you think I am? Michael. Yeah, well, what, yeah, well, they sent me four things. I'm like, dude, I'm busy. One of those. I Michael this year is it. to get an original um, drawing from Scotty Young. Hopefully. Scotty got an interview for him. Couple, Scotty's fun. Scotty's a lot of fun. Cool. I was talking last night, totally different subject. I was talking to the preacher at my church. He's like, yeah, do you know Kyle Strom? I'm like, yeah, yeah. he did works with Colin all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I went to high school. He's a good guy. Well, shit. I'll, and he's from, so I'll say he's hi. He's City, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought, I mean, we're, I'm friends with him on Facebook, like, and he's, like, actively talks to the people. And, yeah. yeah. And then he's friendly. like his best friend, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he really knows who <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, I've met him, like, at Comic Cave a lot right. of times because he, he knew Josh really well. And, yeah. Uh, so he would show up to most of his like free comedy stuff with Colin and Yep. I'm um, friends with uh, Richard Patrick from Filter and he communicates a lot. I like buds. I've never even heard of him, so I don't yeah, sure. you ever heard of Robert Patrick? 
The T-1000 from Terminator? Yeah, <laughs> you ever hear Robert Pattinson? Richard fucking Batman? He doesn't that. know who the who is. No, I exist. I don't know that dude very well. <laughs> this guy does a lot of acid. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I know Danny Trejo. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy haunts my dreams, man. <laughs> Did you see uh, Wizard World in uh, St. Louis? Yeah. Right? Smallville That's reunion. That'll first be fun. time. Uh, uh, to they've been doing, uh, for a lot no of the shows, a lot of shows they've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shows they've been doing, they've been doing what they call like Smallville After Dark, Smallville After They're doing a separate show, like Smallville a local after. club or something. It's, it's like. a different thing for Allison Mack. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Her's a Smallville and Subblock C. Yeah. <laughs> So that might be where like going. Everybody <laughs> <in Smallville. laughs> if, if you ever were on an episode of Smallville, yeah. Everyone's Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom Welling, Rose Bomb, yeah. Yeah. John Glover, uh, Aaron Durant, yeah, Christian Kirk, everybody. Lauren, I, I had such a crush on online when I was a kid. Like, holy crap. Uh, you she's, know, she she's was one pretty, of few like, like, and then she, yeah. and then she's yeah. Fiona and Eurotrip. Like, Fiona, yeah, yeah. Like, Sky doesn't know, man. Sky doesn't know. <laughs> then I jack off to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Scotty doesn't know last week. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, she's like, no, Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I think that's probably a good place to wrap this one up. It's been a shit show, but that's Valentine's Day in a nutshell. Anything else for you? All right, well, then for the Pop Goes Coach podcast, I've been Joey Mills. Hawk. Brad. Curtis. Dakota. Dustin. Have a good week. Have a good Valentine's Day. Let us know. Send nudes to social media. We'll upload those, share them with the rest of the world for you. And we'll catch you back here next week on the Pop Goes Coach podcast. We'll see you then. Later, bitch. Peace. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.